Welcome to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Hello, everybody. We are doing a quick shout out to Charlotte, Michigan. All Yay, right. Charlotte. Yay, Charlotte. I didn't realize there was a Charlotte, Michigan, mm-hmm. but there you are. All right. Cool. You're in Eaton County. It's a central portion of the county on the boundary between Eaton Township and Carmel Township. All right. We're so glad to have you listening. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for sharing. We really appreciate it. All right. If you'd like to check us out, graceintheshadowsor.org. You can text or call 251-244-4645. You can email us at drjonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org. Check out our Etsy store, shadowsofgrace.etsy.com. You can donate monthly, be a monthly supporter of our ministry, and you can click on the link in our show notes. Finally, if you need a good porn blocker, which everybody really needs this on your devices, check out Covenant Eyes. There's a link in our show notes. And if you use our promo code GRACE1998, you will get one month free. All right. All right. Some weird facts. The world's largest waterfall is underwater. Yes, the waterfall under the ocean, Denmark Strait, the cold water from the Nordic Sea is denser okay. than the uh, Eminger Sea's warm water, making it drop almost two miles down at uh, 123 million cubic feet per second. So it's under the water. Yeah. Wow. That's weird. I didn't know that you could have a waterfall under the water. That is really that interesting. Is interesting. Very interesting. Cool. Michael Angelo wrote a poem okay. about how much he hated painting the Sistine Chapter Chapel. <laughs> really? This is how it goes. I've already grown a goiter from this <laughs> torture, hunched up here like a cat in Lombardy. So I, I don't think he really liked it. Well, you know, think about it. He had to lay on his back. Did he lay on his back to paint? Bless his heart. Uh, we'll have to study that a little bit more. I think, I mean, he had to, I mean, think about it. The Sistine Chapel, I mean, that's a pretty big ceiling, too, that yeah. he painted. So I can kind of dangerous. I, I'm sure it was, and but it's beautiful. Yeah. You've yeah. been there? I've not been there, but I've seen pictures. Okay. I like to go there. <laughs> I'm sure we have friends that have been there. So, yeah. Shadows are darker on the moon. Oh. On okay. the earth, the atmosphere scatters more sunlight, so shadows aren't too dark. But on the moon, shadows are dark. Wow. I never thought of there even being shadows on the moon, but I guess there are. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. Cool. The inventor of the internet regrets the URL setup. Why? Tim Barners-Lee, who created the main software of the World Wide Web, admitted he regrets the, the adding of it. Oh. It was a standard for programming, but didn't serve any real purpose when looking back in 2009. Okay. He said, leaving it out would have saved time and space. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good to know. That would be a good Jeopardy question. Yeah. Well, one more. <laughs> okay. The Statue of Liberty used to be a lighthouse. Oh. About a month after the statue's 1886 dedication, it became a working lighthouse for 16 years with wow. its torch visible from 24 miles away. Oh, so did it like blink on and off? Yep. Cool. It was a lighthouse. All right. We used to live in Beaufort, North Carolina, and there was a lighthouse off of the back of our neighborhood. We used to go look at it. It was really cool. It was very nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about people pleasers. 
Oh. And we're going to give some examples from the Bible. I thought you were going to say you were going to give an example of me. I'm a people pleaser. I try not to be, but you know what? You're a people pleaser too, aren't you? Kind of to a degree. To a degree. We both are. I think me more so than you. And I hate it. I wish I could just say what I want to say, stand by it, and not worry about what other people do and say. Well, let's look at some people pleasers. Maybe what you have to say today will help me. Maybe. All right. Go for it. Aaron. Hmm. When Moses was on Mount Sinai receiving the Ten Commandments, the Israelites yes. grew impatient and asked Aaron to make them a golden calf to worship. Mm-hmm. Aaron was supposed to be the leading the people in Moses' absence, but he gave in to their demands. He did give in because he wanted them to like him, and he probably was afraid they might kill him if he didn't. Well, yeah. But he should have stood firm because God had been with him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, also with Aaron, Miriam. The mm-hmm. sister and Aaron. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Moses went and married a Cushite wife. You know who Cushite is? Uh, African. She was okay. very black. Yeah. And they were a little prejudiced. Not good. And God hit them mm-hmm. with leprosy. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yes. And so, uh, but, you know, Moses did pray on their behalf and God healed them. But uh, right. once again, they're going on. Mm-hmm. Um, people pleasing. Well, probably people were complaining because he had married a Kushite woman, and mm-hmm. they were like complaining with them, and was were backing the people up instead of Moses and his wife. And then Aaron, mm-hmm. come on, Aaron! Oh my goodness, Aaron! The Israelites complain about manna that God provided. This is getting old, God. This <laughs> this this manna. This this. Yeah. Aaron helped to make a graven image of manna. Oh, rather than rebuking the people for lack of faith. Yeah. And then God gave them other food because he was patient. He is patient. He's a lot more patient than I am. Hmm. King Saul. Oh, yes. Saul wasn't as. I mean, Aaron is considered the greatest priest. (laughs) Even though he doesn't give us hope. It does give us hope. <laughs> I love the fact that, you know, God took people that had issues in their lives and still, you mm-hmm. know, you see in the Bible that he really counted them as righteous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it, once again, it authenticates or affirms uh-huh. where it's by grace. Right. Yeah. True, true. Well, King Saul was chosen by God to be the first king of Israel. Didn't he go like hide in the luggage when yeah. they were trying to crown? Struggled him? with insecurity. Yes, he did. Approval of people. Right. Made decisions based on what he thought would make right. people happy. True. Man, that's that's kind of uh, convicting. It is convicting. Yes, it is. Yes. Some examples of old King Saul, people mm-hmm. pleasing. Mm-hmm. Samuel instructed Saul to destroy the Amalekites completely, mm-hmm. as God said. Right. Including their possessions and livestock. Yes. And Saul spared the Amalekite king and some of the best livestock. He did this to please his soldiers, and he wanted to keep spoils of war. Not good. Not obeying God. Not a good thing to do. And they had some consequences for that. Yes, they did. Also, when the people of Israel demanded a king to rule over them, Saul was chosen to be their leader. Mm -hmm. But he was not God's choice. No, he was not. He was the people's choice. Right. Uh, When the Philistines gathered for battle against Israel, Saul's soldiers were afraid and began to desert him. Rather than trusting in God, encouraging his troops to do the same, Mm -hmm. Saul offered sacrifices himself. 
Yes. Which was not the role of a king. Well, no. I don't even know why he thought he could because he was like, oh, I'm the king. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. He was religious. He was. Which can be a problem. Saul was jealous of David's popularity and success. Mm -hmm. Remember the old saying they said? Oh, Saul killed his thousands, but David his ten thousands. Yes. Saul did not like that. No, he was very. He tried to kill David several times. He did. He did what, you know, like he would call David in to play his harp to calm him. And and one time while he was trying to be calmed, instead he got more angry and he threw his sword at him. You can picture little David, this little shepherd boy going out and delivering some lunch for his brothers on the war, on the war, in the war. Yeah. Because they were taking a break, and he mm-hmm. hears the Goliath, nine foot nine, mm-hmm. six toes, Tall six God. fingers. <laughs> yeah. Blaspheming the God of Israel. Right. And all he heard was the blasphemy of the God of Israel. Absolutely. Yes. So David was a man after God's own heart. Saul was a man mm-hmm. after people's hearts. Well, everybody was afraid, and he was afraid, and he listened to all the people that were afraid instead of standing up for what was right and uh, standing for God, really. And then there's old Pete. Oh, Peter. Actually, Peter is an example of both. He is. Later on, he he makes a change and, and, you know, doesn't worry about people. Well, Peter was really loved Jesus. He did. He did. Jesus was arrested. Peter denied him. Uh, Some examples here of Peter being a people pleaser. That's almost a tongue twister. That is a tongue twister. Jesus predicted that he would be arrested and killed. Peter rebuked Jesus. Never, Lord. This shall never happen. I will go to the death for you. You remember what, what Peter did when they were, he denied Jesus three he times? He denied him three times. Yeah. Um, but interesting enough, in the early church, after Peter really repented mm-hmm. and was criticized by some eating, eating at the Gentiles, rather than standing firm and conviction, mm-hmm. he began to uh, share the gospel with all people. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So this same scared Peter that was people pleaser would right. end up preaching uh, the, the Pentecost sermon where mm-hmm. thousands would come to know Christ. Kind of gives you some hope if you're a people pleaser that you can change. Because look at Peter. He did. Old Pete. Old Pete. Old Pete. <laughs> so Peter is an example of someone who can change from being a people pleaser to uh, being a God pleaser. Love it. Awesome. The Pharisees. Oh, yes. Pharisees were religious leaders. They placed heavy emphasis on following laws and traditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Here's some examples of the Pharisees. They were concerned more about public image and reputation. Mm-hmm. They wanted people to see them as very religious and pious. Mm-hmm. They prayed loudly with big words. Uh, they wore long, ostentatious robes. Ooh, big word. Uh, they were very, very about me, myself, and I. Look how righteous I am. True, true. But they weren't God-centered. They were not. They were people themselves centered. They were concerned about following the letter of the law mm-hmm. and neglected the spirit of the law. Right. Which is dangerous. That's very dangerous. You can say, oh, well, I'm doing this because I need to be doing it. But no, you've got to listen to God. They wanted to hear people call them rabbi, teacher, mm-hmm. father, mm-hmm. or even pastor. Right. Well, you have to be careful with that. You do. Dr. Beeler. 
Yeah, I, I don't care about just any call of that. Me John. You just call me Marla. Yeah. yeah. Especially after this lesson. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. Uh, uh, but I think we can be so humble, we're proud of it too. Yeah, I've known people like that. And it's it's tough to be around those people. I mean, people. if you've yeah. studied hard mm-hmm. and you worked hard and you earned mm-hmm. it and you're mm-hmm. good at something, just say it. Right. Don't be false humble and say, oh. Well, right. But nothing. don't sit there and brag and only but talk about boast. it. But don't boast. And were yeah. trying to look like they were something they were not. Right. There's yeah. a fine line. You have to find that line. And then you can. They should have. That's That's right. Yeah. Here's some examples of people in the Bible who were not, not people pleasers. Okay, cool. This is who we need to follow. All right, let's do it. Jesus. Oh, yes. He was often criticized by religious leaders. And a lot of people say Jesus was so nice. No, we he almost have a nice idolatry of Jesus. He flipped tables <laughs> in the temple and he ta- called them the, what do you call them? A whitewashed. A whitewashed tomb. Yeah, whitewashed sepulcher, which is a whitewashed tomb. Yeah. You know, I think that we are in this, in this generation really make Jesus to be a really like cool Jesus. Uh, sure. You know, some churches with the leather jackets, they come in, hey, like the fun. <laughs> Jesus is just cool. Jesus is just That's all right, right with me. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of bad theology there. True. But also the nice Jesus. Right. Like the, almost feminine. Yeah. And he's just so nice. We do but, see a lot of that, but he was not. That he was, was not, not Jesus. really nice. He would tell, tell people what he thought and the things they needed to change and the things they needed to do. Jesus spoke the truth even when it was unpopular. True. Jesus didn't shy away from telling people the truth even no. in in opposition. Right. He called the Pharisees hypocrites. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, he would not last in, as a pastor. Oh, no, they'd kick him out <sighs> real quick. He challenged cultural norms. Mm-hmm. He associated with Sinners, mm-hmm. outcasts, mm-hmm. tax collectors, lepers, mm-hmm. not leopards, but lepers, <laughs> challenge the ideas of the Sabbath and the legalistic law. Right. They sure did. Why did he go to them and not to the righteous Pharisees? Because the righteous Pharisees would not, did not accept him, and he knew that they wouldn't accept him. He knew these people were broken. Right. Yeah. And a lot of times people that are broken are more apt to come to, to seek Jesus, to find Jesus when they're broken because they know that he'll put them back together. That's good. Jesus didn't seek earthly power either. No. He could have, and he will someday. Right. And and that's why the Jews didn't realize true or many of the Jews didn't realize he truly was the Messiah because he was not setting a kingdom on earth at that time. He flipped about a 150 pound marble table. Yeah. He was temple. strong. Wow. He was not some wimpy, you know, like you said. Whip. Yeah, he was not wimpy. He had muscles. He was strong. So Jesus is not just all right. Jesus is all. Jesus is amazing. Yeah. Yes. John the Baptist. Okay. All right. Old the Baptist. He ate locusts. He ate locusts. <laughs> and no, he was not the first Baptist. <laughs> I've had people say, well, uh... <laughs> he was the first Baptist. No, no, he no, was no. the Baptist. Because <laughs> he baptized people. Yeah. <laughs> he was known for his bold preaching. And yes. he did things like you bunch of blood. Oh, know. he called people, told them the way oh, it was. Yeah. yeah, definitely. He was eating cock or, or bugs. Locusts. 
Yeah. I don't think he ate cockroaches. Call them the brood of vipers. Yes. Mm -hmm. Producing fruit in keeping with repentance. And he he was rebuking them for not Mm -hmm. repenting. Right. I mean, he went to the king, Herod, Mm -hmm. and, and confronted him on adultery. Yep. I mean, this guy was pretty brave. He was. Lost his head for it. He lost his head. Yeah. But he yeah. didn't care. Wow. Mm-hmm. Paul. Ooh, yes. Paul was not playing either. Nope. He wasn't playing before he became a Christian, and he definitely wasn't playing after he became a Christian. He had a very strong personality, but he loved Jesus. Paul rebuked Peter. Mm-hmm. Peter was uh, knew, knew Jesus longer than Paul. Yep. And Pete was Jesus's bud. <laughs> but Paul, when he saw something was wrong, that Peter was was uh, making it harder for Gentiles to come to know the Lord mm-hmm. by adding to grace, mm-hmm. he rebuked him to his face. Yes, he did. Paul preached a gospel. Mm-hmm. The gospel was not popular. No. Because it, it says one way to, to get to heaven. Right. And repentance. Mm-hmm. And it goes against the grain of the world. Yes. And Paul was often beaten, mm-hmm. left for dead, stoned. Yes. Had no place to go. No. He was constantly creating turmoil. Mm-hmm. Talk about an evangelist that would come and create conflict. <laughs> you wouldn't want him in your church. No. <laughs> Actually, uh, you would. You would. You should want him in your church, yeah. but many of the churches nowadays would not want him, but they should. Then there's Elijah. Oh, Elijah. Elijah was a prophet who faced King Ahab and his wife Jezebel. He Stared was definitely not a people pleaser. No. Elijah confronted King Ahab and Jezebel for idolatry to Baal and the wickedness. Mm-hmm. And Elijah challenged the false prophets of Baal. He and made fun of him too. Yeah, he said, maybe your God's taking a nap. Maybe your God's using the bathroom. <laughs> oh, me. Um, and he rebuked King Ahaz. Yes. Ahaziah, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, for inquiring of a false God. Right. Uh, he rebuked the widow of Zarephath, mm-hmm. uh, who complained about his request for food. And mm-hmm. um, Elijah did not compromise, he did not play. And uh, he would face persecution. He could have. Face, he did face persecution. It could have death. Yes. Moses. Oh, Moses. Old Mo <laughs> stood up to Pharaoh. Yes, he did. Let my people go. Mm-hmm. I mean, that took great audacity. It took much. Yes. Yes. He confronted the Israelites for their idolatry. Mm-hmm. He he threw the Ten Commandments down because he was angry. He um, hit the rock when he was supposed to speak to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, he pointed Joshua as a successor. Yes. Um, and he willingly stepped down as leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, was not a popular choice, but he did it anyhow. Absolutely. And so Moses was the man. He was the man. Yes. I think all these you can see were were people that put God at the center. Right. And that's what we have to do. I mean, you know, I, I don't think I'm as much of a people pleaser as I used to be. What do you think? I don't think you are. Yeah. I think that we've helped each other 
you know, grow in the faith and, and grow in Christ. And sometimes we've had to, to stand up for our faith um, when it would have been easier just to please people. And, and just like these examples that you shared, we've got to be like them. We've got to stand up for Jesus, especially in today's world. Oh, my goodness. I want to share some scriptures very quickly. Let's do that. Galatians 1.10. This is from the Apostle Paul. For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Mm-hmm. Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Mm-hmm. Proverbs twenty nine twenty five, Solomon says, the fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. Uh, Ephesians 6, 6, not by way of eye service or people pleasing, but as servants of Christ doing the will of God from the heart. Last but not least, Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but transformed by the renewing of your mind, that by the testing you may discern what is the will of God and what is good, acceptable, and perfect. Love it. And this is, you know, none of us are perfect, and and thank God for that. But through the Holy Spirit, he can take our mess, turn to a message for his glory, for our good. You know, before we end, that usually is a signal that we're going to end. But I was watching the news yesterday. Okay. And I don't know if you've seen this or not, but there is a pier in Ocean Grove, New Jersey. Did you see this? No. Um, Fox News, they were talking about it on their morning show, and I was like so shocked. Um, There is a pier in Ocean Grove, New Jersey, and way to go, Ocean Grove, New Jersey. That town is known for its Christian roots and values. They rebuilt the massive oceanfront pier in the shape of a cross. Wow. The boardwalk was destroyed during Hurricane Sandy in 2012, and its new design is now set to be revealed at a ribbon-cutting ceremony actually today. Oh, of all places, today, Saturday, April 15th. Amen. And a lot of people have come against Ocean Grove, New Jersey, because the pier is very much, y'all have to take a look at it, it's very much in the shape of a cross. And people are condemning the town and everything like that. And I was shocked Mm. because I sat there and watched. It was a group of newscasters on Fox News all said they were proud of Ocean Grove, uh, New Ocean Grove, New Jersey, because they were sticking with keeping this pier and were not going to tear it down. And they all I was shocked said how wonderful that was. So I'm proud of Ocean Grove, New Jersey for building this pier and standing firm. But I was also so proud of those newscasters for saying way to go. They're sticking up for what they believe. And I just thought that was amazing. I think it's it's awesome. So that is a really the good them and the town. It's a great example of how we shouldn't be people pleasers. I agree. Awesome. All right. Good story. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate it. I hope you have a great day. And don't be a people pleaser. Be a God pleaser. Take care. Goodbye.